This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Well, hello, everyone. So good to see you. Oh, Wednesday means it's the middle of the week. We are like all downhill from here. At least I know I'm downhill from here. Hope you are um, having a great week so far. It's about 5.32 or something here in California where I'm at. Cold today. Ooh, even when the sun comes out, it's still cold. Man, but uh, I'm getting through it. I got my coat on and it's going to be okay. Uh, yeah, so we are still, um, just doing our thing, getting together on a weekly basis on Tuesday mornings, getting together with some of these folks who I don't really see enough of on Wednesday. So we kind of double up and get together on Tuesday mornings and, um, chat about this co-op that we are putting together. If you haven't signed up yet, uh, to get, um, on the list for the co-op, you should do that um we're we're uh we're interested in your feedback and just want to see you know what the interest is out there there's definitely enough to where we feel confident in plowing forward on it so um so that's been good now make making progress uh talking to you know other professional people who know stuff that we don't we know a lot of stuff about shower doors but then there's you know other stuff business stuff that you know Sometimes we need a little bit of guidance. So getting people involved and um, good times, good times. And uh, anyway, so th this uh, one of the things we were talking about is just what are the different requirements in different areas? Want to figure out what localities, what different states, different areas require as far as licensing, qualifications, et cetera. So I kind of put out a poll question to the group asking that question, hey, what what's required in your area? Do you need a contractor's license? Do you need um, some other kind of requirements? Is there nothing at all? Just, you know, get print up a business card and start going, go to work. Um, and so a lot of people have, responded to that so thanks thanks for your responses and if you haven't yet uh, I, i'm interested in hearing and also don't forget to let let us know where you're at because that's an important key component to this whole thing where are you your geographical location um so along those lines what you know what what can you guys tell me about where you're at and what are the requirements in your location i know here in california it's pretty strict. I mean, they, you know, you have to have a contractor's license, uh, um, not general contractor, but there's specialty license. So for, for glazers, it's C-17. Um, and, uh, you know, requires a bond. I know that this latest iteration of getting licensed, everybody needs to be fingerprinted. That's a thing. There's, uh, for an LLC, you have to have three different bonds. There's just the standard bond that you need for a contractor, a contractor's license generally, which is I think a $25,000 bond. And then if you're an LLC, you need another additional $100,000 bond uh, for to protect employees or something. Um, and the, actually there's two different ones. So there's three bonds in all, it's crazy. So. Uh, I think California is more demanding than most areas in terms of requirements. Let me ask you, Chris, is that a state requirement or a county requirement, or does the county have more requirements than the state or vice versa? State. It is the state. And uh, I don't think there's any like, low, like, general what do they what do you call it the 
um, local, local authority or whatever, like with, with, with matters of, um, I don't Enfor know. Well, who's enforcing it? Right. Hey, exactly. California Co Contractors License Board. So they have uh, guys that go out. So if Chris is out on the job and he sees a guy in a beat up truck doing glass, no licensing. Who does he call or does he have to call or should he call to say and report unlicensed contracting? Where does that actually come into play? You can call the, the licensing board and report it. A local one or a state one? A state one. You have to call the state. So does the but, state but have an office? And they'll, so California, they'll run a sting operation in areas. Well, they'll, they'll get a house and they'll call, you know, people in to mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll get them there too. And that's if they apply to that sting operation, of course. And we've done that here as well. But I'm just saying, for instance, we're running across guys that we know are not licensed because they probably could never get one if they applied properly. Yeah. And when licensing goes to check on them, they say, oh, no, no, we're just selling the product. We're not installing it. Mm -hmm. So do you need one in California to just sell the product as if you were a Lowe's or a Home Depot? In other words, could showcase shower, shower doors or GCS simply sell to the public without installation? Yeah. And if you did, and if you did, do you need a license for that? No, you could. You could. You could be a manufacturer or a fabricator or something. Or a whole, wholesaler, wholesaler, distributor. Sure. Or retailer. Right. You need a license to install. To install. So yes. the installation and is the key. Yes, and it's anything over five hundred dollars, like total job, including everything. So if you can do jobs under four hundred ninety nine dollars, you can do it without a license. Yeah. And now is that per bathroom or the whole house or the whole job? You, if I, I went to if I went to Chris Phillips' house and your shower door in the master was four fifty, and your other one was. 450 does that become 900 yes. or if there's separate invoices what happens nope. if you do them on two different days you can two do them on weeks I, I, yeah you could do that i mean i think yeah. you could work that out stretch it out to where you know each invoice so it's like his per job so i mean it could be you could do something like that and get away with it but i mean i don't know how you could sell someone a shower door for under 500 bucks you know i mean it'd be pretty tough we're, we're we're running across a guy that's running an unlicensed thing and he anytime licensing goes he says no 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 i'm just a manufacturer i'm just selling it but everyone else knows he's not but licensing doesn't do anything because they have to physically see them doing the installation at the time of the installation paperwork doesn't matter i could give them invoices estimates everything they can't get them on that. They got to actually see them doing the work. Got to catch them red-handed. Yeah. So that means you have to be the police and investigate them and call it in. And they have to get their ass there and physically see them doing if the homeowner allows the inspector in for, because don't forget the inspector is not a policing authority. They have no authority to go into a home. Right. So even if the inspector went to the host home and said, I need to see this, they don't need to let him in. No, they don't have to. So right. it's it's really interesting. The enforcement of it is pathetic. Yeah. Well, well so what are the requirements in Florida? It's really changed. There, there was county requirements and there were state requirements. And the state was to make it convenient for you if you were into multiple counties. So, for instance, Naples is Collier County, Fort Myers is Lee County. We used to ha have to get a county license to do work in that county. So the state said, well, we'll come up with a category. If you get a state license, you can go anywhere in the state of Florida. In order to get it, you have to take a glass and glazing test and you have to take a business and law test. 
You have to pass that. Then you have to pass a criminal background check and a, uh, a driving history check and a uh, financial background check. And you have to have a letter of somebody uh, attesting that you are qualified in that profession. And you have done so for more than one year in order to get a license. That's that's the way it is in California. You basically the same thing. You have to take those tests. So you have to work one year not being licensed, hoping you don't get caught to prove that you can actually get a license. No, you, after you have to work for somebody yeah. for one year. If you were self-employed, that <laughs> wouldn't count. No. However, if you worked in another state for somebody and they gave you a letter attesting that you indeed had the qualifications to do it, that would fly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what you do in, do in California. Another thing you have to have, every city you work in, you have to have a business license. Yes. Oh, that, and, that's just so you pay your local taxes. Yeah, yeah, then you have to have a resale permit. From the state. Yeah, yeah. state. Yeah. And that's the reason they make you take the business and law test is that you know that you need to collect sales tax or use tax. Yeah. Depending on how you run your business. Yeah, but all those all those cities you work in, they want their share of the tax. Yeah. They they don't want to sting you and say you didn't pay your tax. Say, oh, I didn't know. Because yeah. then they turn on and say, Well, no, you took the license, you passed the test. Yeah. You know you have to do this. That's their well, proof. Yeah, right? we'll get we'll get trucks that come into town with no names on them. Yeah. You know, that's why yeah. they do it. You know. Yeah, we get guys that go over to Miami, buy glass from some deal. Like we won't sell glass to somebody who doesn't have a license. We just won't do it. Yeah, that's the way our but our supplier is too. Nobody legally is making us not do that. We're just doing it to protect the industry. But legally, we don't need to ask them where it's going or what it's doing, or mm -hmm. we don't have to I can sell glass to the public. I don't. But we could. Mm -hmm. Others do. Somebody posted, I won't mention their name today, on the Shardor Professional Group that's selling their product through distributors nationwide and is looking for installers to install their product. And basically, they could sell to the public and the public could install it themselves. Kind of interesting. Yeah, that never works. <laughs> Somebody's building a business out of doing that or trying to do that. I don't know if it's working, but they're trying. Hmm. You know, online sales. Everybody's into online sales, right? Yeah, I kind of tried to dabble in that a little bit at one point. It's just, it's it's a insane. I mean, it it doesn't make any sense to even try it. But people are buying franchises in this, which blows me away. Yeah, me too. No, I, I got an inside track. None of them are successful. So Tim's <laughs> right. It doesn't work, but people are spending money on these things. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it would work. <laughs> Is this the one, the, the guy that got onto the uh, Facebook today? in the group i think so referring to that that does uh, doing like a franchise thing probably i i don't know if he got on today i just was sent to it by somebody from this group that's not on the zoom call but uh -huh. he's on on that page he took a screenshot of that so yeah it's probably on the page it said shower door professionals on the screenshot the original shower door company that Florida decor, floor decor was promoting. Um, I believe that that's relationships dissolving somewhat. Um, have you heard, Bill, on that? Yeah, I kind of stay tight-lipped because it's very, I don't want to say close to us, but there's such a weird situation in the background. I don't say too much about it. Yeah, um, do a little research into that i mean you don't have to look very far just scratch the surface a little bit just do a little google search um yeah there's there's 
quite a bit of controversy uh, over there. Okay. I just figured yeah. somebody was friends or family or something that were uh -huh. related or something. I don't know, but okay. Uh, I'll, I'll say that you're probably way off base with friends. Okay. <laughs> I th All right. I, I think Chris knows what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's some history, man. It's funny <laughs> just talking about this. It makes me realize how many years we've actually been doing this, Bill. It's like yeah. it's been years, you know, and it's funny. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think the allure for these, you know, uh, small glass shops that you see it sometimes on Facebook group. How much do you guys charge for a store-bought slider or a store-bought? I think the allure for them is they don't have to go find work. So when Mrs. Jones calls and says, I got a shower door I bought at Home Depot, will you put it in? They're like, okay, good, there's a job. But it's not a job you make money on. And it's never going to be a job you make money on. And you just have to say no. Because they're buying a stock size square glass opening material to go in an out of square opening and you adopt the problem. Yeah. And um, it's just that every time I see somebody on on the group go, I charge 200, I charge 500, I charge 700, no warranty. Spend your time selling shower doors that you measure, that you install. Do not waste your time installing store bought shower doors. Right. There. I'm getting off my soapbox. No, it's good yeah. advice. It's a big soapbox, Craig, and I think you got to keep it up because we got a call last week from a major big box store that's making a big push to round up installers nationwide um, so that they can sell their Dreamline doors. I'm mm -hmm. going, why in God's name would I want to do that? It, it makes no sense. So well, basically, you're your we're your salesperson. I said, mm -hmm. I know, but I've been through enough salespeople. Unless they're trained right, that's even a bigger train wreck, mm -hmm. because you're hiring people to sell things that aren't the right door for the right application, mm -hmm. the right size. Uh, it just goes on and on and on, and it's only more headaches. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it shifts all the burden to the installer. Yeah, and uh, the manufacturer gets to uh, make. Uh, 10,000 identical square shower units uh, imported from overseas or make them, doesn't matter where they make them. And, and so they get to push these standard pieces out the door and people think, oh, I'm buying something at Home Depot or Walmart or Costco or whatever. And, um, and then the poor guy who's going to install it locally gets the burden of trying to get this ill-fitting door to fit. And then the customer gets frustrated with the installer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, because they... the guy who's installing did not want to do the heavy lifting of finding a customer, and I don't mean that to mean it's just it's harder. Path of least resistance is Mrs. Jones called you to install a shower door that they got at Home Depot. Okay, well I might as well take that. Uh, it can't be that hard. Blah blah blah. Takes valuable energy away from your business model. Right. I think guys that run a legitimate business, like everybody on this call, has no need for that. But there's what. 2,500 members of this Facebook group that mm -hmm. aren't on this call every week. So there's many installers that work for other companies that do it as a side gig, that go out on Saturday mornings and do it. And mm. God knows well, if, you know they're if they're using a company truck or not. We don't know that. Well, you know, um, the minute they do work on the weekends on the side, and then there's a problem, the phone rings. They call you. They call me. Yeah. They don't call yeah. the, they don't guy, call the guy. The door. Who, yeah, your guy came into the door. Exactly. Some guys <laughs> are not allowed to do side work. Absolutely not. I know some shops do that. I, it actually shocks me. Yeah. Guess what? They're not insured either. No, exactly right, Brian. Right. So if something goes wrong, it's on them. And the 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 owner, like you, Greg, you're like, I, I he did it on his own. I, I don't. I didn't yeah. uh, authorize that. Well, he so was in your he truck. And he had. He was in his in yeah. your truck and he had your shirt on. <laughs> right, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. But he also signed go? something that said we won't compete. Yeah. So yeah, those guys just need to go and start their own 
mm-hmm. you know, glass businesses, which is okay. You know, it is America yeah. still. So then um, find out how hard it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. that, and, and Chris, the, the funny part is, and when they were coming to us and we were asking them, I said, so what do you do for vetting on licensing? Yeah, yeah, that's been a problem, especially in Florida, you know, because they can't get anybody that's licensed to do it. Anybody that's of any kind of talent and got a head on their shoulders went and got their own license. They're not going to be doing those doors. So they're trying to get guys, handymen, yeah. really, yeah, to go install their doors for them. And now they're right. running into legal issues because they're actually supplying somebody that's unlicensed. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Sometimes the, you know, the bypass sliders will fit on a tub if it's, you know, everything's fairly square, but that's the exception. I see the yeah. people to buy dorm panels and I just shake my head. I'm like, you know. Sure. Uh, same thing to uh, Greg, the tub sliders fit on the five foot shower stall too. They, yeah. they, they come with hard hats. <laughs> right. There you go. They're headbangers. Yep. But you know how you know how you put product in and you have to back it up and you're concerned about quality and door slipping and all that type of thing. I'm sure everybody in this group has gone to a house where you get called out where they put in a you know a, a box store slider that's supposed to look like something fancy, like a frameless thing. You're afraid to touch it. You think the thing's gonna come down on somebody. And uh you're wondering how these people don't have these things fall off the walls all the time. Nope. Nobody that knows what they're doing as far as installing them. It's glass. Hey, but it goes on. We've gotten to one where somebody said we broke, you know, we have a set of sliding doors and we broke one of the yep. panels. We'd like you to replace the panel. And we went out, look at it. It came down like it was plate glass. It couldn't have been tempered. Yeah. I mean, this thing broke and half the half the panel was still there oh intact. God. Mm-hmm. It was like they put in plate glass. Like a sliding guillotine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, mm-hmm. how'd they get away with this? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, because nobody know. knew and nobody asked or knew, knew to ask. Well, yeah, the, the average homeowner doesn't know. I mean, no. we are no. light, sure. just us alone are light years ahead of the average homeowner, right? With knowing uh, the information that we know about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we see it all day long. And most of those people that buy the box door stores, they did the tile themselves. So, <laughs> you know, the right. quality in the installation there isn't very good to begin with. It is, but there is definitely still a Costco mentality. What I And we all do it. We go to Costco because there's some good deal or something that we bought. But we've all seen the Costco deal or the Home Depot deal where uh, just the public doesn't know. And they go and they buy it and then they make the innocent call to you. Hey, will you put this door in? We got it here, you know. They said yeah. you might put it in, right? You get a referral for the glass. You get a referral from one of the boxes. Right. So unfortunately, that's not what we do, but we appreciate the call. Mm-hmm. All of our salesmen have been trained that when you get that call, we tell them about our our return policy and the return policy to the store. And we'll even credit them the restocking fee. So nice. if, if they ordered it from a, a Ferguson's, for instance, like a major plumbing outlet, with their plumbing package and they get a, a box Kohler door or something like that. And if there's a restocking fee, we'll credit them the restocking fee. Uh, nice. But your big, big box stores, they don't charge anything to bring it back. You can bring it back no. to Lowe's, Home Depot, Costco. They don't even ask questions. They nope. just take they them just back. Charge it back. They just charge it back to the supplier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see Billy's here oh. with his Tennessee volunteer uh, football stadium. <laughs> Ended up coming in ranked what number fifteen did I see? Yeah, not as so All I know is Nick Saban retired today, so I'm a happy <laughs> camper. That's all you I did. Know. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a national holiday now. <laughs> so does so does that mean Harbaugh's going to Alabama? Oh, Who nice. knows? Who knows? I'll take anybody. Why Harbaugh would move is beyond me. Even if to go pro, he's got it made where he is. He's either going to the Raiders or um, the Chargers. It's stupid to go pro. It's stupid. He's already been there. Yeah. Yep. Just like Saban went to the Dolphins, right? That didn't work out. That didn't work out. Right. No. Nope. I mean, Harbaugh is smart. Don't get me wrong. But why would you leave? You got it absolutely made where you are. 
he's he's a competitor, man. He wants to win a he wants to win a Super Bowl. Well, he's been there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Gave it to his brother. One. Gave it to his brother instead. I'm sorry, it's my fault. I took it down the college football road. That, sorry, back yeah, to class. Don't give me, don't give me on that road. We'll be there at night. <laughs> well, that's one way of getting Billy to talk, though. <laughs> no. Not much difference between shower doors and football, really. You know, it's pretty much the same thing. So we are happy to say that you know, three years ago. We signed a Michigan football player to an NIL agreement. And all three years, they beat Ohio State. And all three years, they made it to the college football championships. So I'm not saying we had anything to do with it. But again, I'm not saying we <laughs> didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying you had something to do with it. That's that <laughs> Dobman, that Dobman golden touch is what that is. <laughs> Although I didn't see Harbaugh Empire. mention that in his speech, you know, no. anything about my shower door or I'm going to go take a shower in my shower door right now. They cut it he's out, gotta, I think. He's got to keep that on the low along with the, uh, what's the guy's name that filmed everybody and shared it with the country? The Dobmans are secret, secret stuff. So yeah, yeah, keep right. that on the low. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The only one has it is Musk. Musk has got it with the Twitter files. I'm going to need you to pick up a Tennessee Vols player this coming offseason, Bill, if you could. Yeah, I appreciate it. I like it. Actually, there's another kid coming from Fort Myers that just got signed to Michigan as a quarterback. So he'll be graduating high school this year, and he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the country coming out of high school. And he's signed to Michigan, and we're going to look into getting an agreement with him. Might be a little bit higher dollar there. Bill, maybe, maybe not. Doesn't mean it's exclusive, Greg. You know, it'd be a good topic here because if you're in an area like Tennessee and you get a valuable player, they can have multiple contracts. So you could pick them up as Clinton Glass, but he could have right. Safe Flight or, you know, KFC or Aubrey's Restaurant. He can have multiple NIL deals. Yeah, we had a guy here that if he got an interception, everybody got like a like a gourmet chocolate chip cookie from a local cookie shop, you know, so everybody would run to the cookie shop. Ellie, Ben, are you singing us a song? (laughs) Maybe. Nice. Put me to sleep. (laughs) That's beautiful. On the... uh, Economic side, we've actually had a pretty good start to January. I thought we would see a, a more of a tail off. I don't know if you guys are seeing more of a tail off or pickup, but leads are strong. I know January picks up anyway, but so far, so I know we're only a couple weeks into it, but I kind of was bracing myself for that right around after Christmas. You know, and we, we, were, we were slow up until the new year, and then it just started picking up, and today it ramped back up to where it should be. So we'll we'll see if the rest of the week continues. We have a lot of stuff in the pipeline, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm noticing stuff's coming in too. Kind of, it's kind of unusual for right at the first of the year, actually mm-hmm. over here. So I like it. Yeah. This is our peak, right? Everybody's coming to Florida now for the rest of the winter. Oh, the holidays man. are over, coming down. Oh yeah. So our traffic is jammed. Spring training will open next month. Hmm. So everybody will start. Yeah. That's all good stuff. Yeah, it is good. Anyone going to the glass fab thing in Nashville? I wasn't Great. planning on it. That would be me and Alabama and not who else was thinking of fabbing. But no, I hadn't planned on it. I guess I should look into it. How about home shows? A lot of, I see Mike just texted. He's got a home show coming up in April. And I know Mike in Virginia said he's got one coming up. Anybody else got, like, are you we even got doing- two. We got two. Brian and I are working together for the one in Chattanooga coming up. Good. So a three-day? Like a Friday, yep. Saturday, Sunday? Correct, yep. How do you generally do that? You get significant leads from there? 
I'd say we're probably uh, not as good at collecting leads as we should be, but you know, we do take down appointments that they want, but we're not really high pressure in the booth. We're not like sign up now and this and that. Um, you know, we just talk projects and kind of do the whole knowledge thing. That's what we've done in the past. I don't know. This would be Brian and my first time working together, and Brian may be much better at it than me. So um, we just didn't, we've done so many showers in Knoxville that most of the time people come through. Oh, you did our shower. Oh, you did our shower. You did our showers. Um, so I'd say it's a little bit name recognition. We probably could be more aggressive on collecting leads. What do you do? Yeah, we bring the iPad right there and book appointments right at the lead, right at the home show. How many appointments do you book it up to? At a, at a good home show, 30, but, okay. you know, average 15 to 20. Okay. Still enough to pay the bills and justify oh, it. Because if you get an 80% closing rate on the ones Correct. you go to, that's still pretty good. Right. 20 appointments, say average 2500 is $50,000, 80%, $40,000 worth of business just to start and then yeah. the thirds from there. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty good. Do you find the people that are at the home shows are ready with their bathrooms, like to measure showers, or are they like in the process? Or are they like the planning stages? Like, are is it just kind of a scattered mix bag? We get a scattered mix because they may have the old doors and just want to swap them, and they're not going through a remodel at all. You're just taking out the old door and putting a new one in. But then we do have the other ones that are going through a remodel, and then you got the other ones that are going to be building a house in six months, and they're just collect collecting items for their. You guys, you, you guys do consults where they're like, well, it's all torn up now, but we want you to look at it before we do anything. We, we go out on those all the time. Yeah, um, we do. Too. And actually, we do very well on those mm. because what happens is the tile guys was going to make a mistake. We cut it off at the pass. The homeowners looking for somebody they can trust. We ask questions about the plumbing, heated floors. You ask questions they didn't even think of, linear drains. And then they're like, OK, this is the guy we want to do the shower. Exactly. That's where you stop those those neos or those you know the oh, angle walls coming in on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Negative slope. We got the list right, but um, I remember we we got a good job with a contractor years ago. The other glass they called and canceled the appointment. They said, "Oh, the other glass company said our tile wasn't ready, so we're calling you to cancel as well." And we're like, "No, no, 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 no. We still want to come out." And we went out there, and you know, it's just all studs and you know, subfloors. And we're like, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, this is great. Have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? Ba, 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 ba. And next thing you know, contractors call us back for final measure. We got the job. So Yeah. I mean, that's a time where you can do your value engineering right there. Yep. Yep. And when we're slammed, lots of times it's like, is the tile ready? But as you slow down, those consults are uh, pretty valuable. You want to make a friend with a contractor. That's the time to do it, boy. When you can save yep. them some money, you're yep. out there and say, you know, if you just back this up and you did this just to move a couple of studs right now, you're going to save yourself a lot of money. Man, yep. they're all ears and you're a friend for life. Yep. yep. Well, well it's fine because because they like it. They Yes. It's good for them. It's good for us. It's good for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. yep. so I have one contractor that he FaceTimes me every pretty much. At like when the bathroom is gutted and he's standing there with his customer, he'll literally FaceTime my cell phone and he'll be like, hey, this is kind of what we're thinking. And we'll nice. walk through like everything. And then the customer is right there. So they're like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? So it makes him look good because he get he's got a direct connection to the glass guy. For, you know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. so then, you know what I mean? And then you just kind of sell yourself, you know, weeks down the road. But that, that works really well. Yeah. And Michael, so it gives you an opportunity to, to you ask those questions that the homeowner doesn't know. You know, and yep. you know, heated floors and curbless and all that stuff. And then they're like, "Okay, this is the guy that knows what he's doing. We're sticking with him." Yeah. And yeah, they they stop they stop shopping around. They stop, they stop messing they around stop after that. They already feel comfortable. Correct. Yeah. You know the questions they really like, especially if the homeowner is you know the wife who's somewhat of a designer and has a good idea. You just stop and ask. Say, "Hey, let me ask you. Like, when you get out, where are you going to have your towel set?" Mm -hmm. and they stop and well i didn't think about that you make that make her aware of that it's like wow you got her right there mm -hmm. right there there's nothing worse than having a nice warm shower and then you got to walk across mm -hmm. the bathroom to go get your towel it's nowhere yeah. close by and and conversely how do you turn your water up to temperature without getting soaked 
-hmm. you know why do you want your valve over there when you can put it right here mm -hmm. i've kind of uh, along the same line of been adding a question to to mine when i go to customers houses is raising the uh raising the shower door um clearance at the bottom another inch or so if it's a big shower uh that's not gonna have a lot of water you know shooting at the door but just to have a rug that you can slip that way the door can swing over the rug you yeah. know a lot of shower enclosures you they got the rug kicked off the side and real slick tile and and that's kind of the light bulb goes off like i never thought of that and so i've been doing that a lot actually lately is is raising that door like an inch inch and a quarter just for a rug to the door to slide over a rug or mm -hmm. swing over a rug mm -hmm. So do you have to put a piece of marble down as a threshold? Like if it was a step in a floor going into a, uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it, a recessed pan, instead of the floor and then drop down, have them just put like a half inch thick marble sill there. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So some of the houses, um, they'll have the, the threshold built up, yes. but they're completely done, Yeah, mainly the new builds, but they're completely done and they're, they're just getting, you know, I'm measuring the showers all. I'll walk it with the homeowner and the contractor and just kind of throw these options out there. And it, it seems to, uh, they kind of, they kind of never heard that before. And they've come from houses that, that do not have that. And their rugs always, you know, it's off to the side and it's a pain to get out and you get in the floor all wet. And so I've actually got, uh, six or seven ordered with the, with the, uh, the clearance at the bottom about an inch higher. Yeah. It's a great they do make those hinges that raise up as the door goes out, like the barn door style, and they're trying to develop the pivot the same way. So as you swing it out, the door automatically raises and then goes down. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's a great point because as curbless becomes more and more popular, the rug still stays. Yeah. So people are having these curbless things. And of course, we know we have an epidemic of problems with curbless showers mm -hmm. where people aren't putting the right slope they, they, they abandoned they learned all how to put a curb slope on the curbs finally that's getting through and then they go to curbless and they abandon all the laws of gravity that's not true yeah, hmm? yeah. And, and steve that's where we like selling the feature of having the door swing in and I don't know if you're using h gaskets to have it swing out only but wherever we can sell the door where you can swing it in we do it exactly that way so they can still step on that rug out there and not have the door affected at all and just let it swing in mm -hmm. right, and then right. leave the door in the rest of the day so the horse whole shower ventilates yeah dry, dries out much quicker and you're not dripping water out there why put a sprinkler system outside because your traditional yeah. door <laughs> swings out and it's like a sprinkler throwing mm -hmm. water in the bathroom which becomes a slip hazard if they don't have a carpet so just just swing it in Yep. Sure. That's what I say. Most clients will pull the door towards them going in and they'll pull the door towards them coming. Going out. That's right. Hey, wait a minute. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And make sure the shower head's not too low if you can raise it high enough for the door yeah. to go right underneath. Clear, yeah. Yeah. Or a yeah. fancy chandelier in the bathroom on outswing. I'm sure none of us have been bit by that before. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, can I ask a quick question about the guys that do the home shows? Do you bring displays with you? Like, do you find the displays are helpful? Or is it more about the personality and the, the sale? No, like we, full do full size size, we do full-size shower displays. We do vinyl tile. And the vinyl tile is installed on quarter-inch plywood. And then that is a, that is on two-by-four bathroom. And so we make the walls. And then we build the base and the L-shaped or a straight-across. So you just go to like Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever and find some uh, vinyl tile and then um, that looks like shower tile. And then we we actually tile the plywood walls. And so they're portable. They're not brutally heavy. They're not real tile. And uh, then we screw them all together and then we put our glass on it. They're actually beautiful. Yeah, Mike, we find it much more enticing for the customer to come in and want to feel and touch the door as opposed to I just thought. putting pictures. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I, 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 it's kind of a last minute thing that we signed up for this April one, so I, I'm only able to get like a ten by ten. So you know, we have those. We have the displays similar to what you guys have down in um in like the the Naples. I think it was the Naples. So like kind of in the middle of those black, yeah, like yeah. frame displays. You know, we have uh, several of those in the showroom, and I can I can steal one of those and put it in there. I just uh I didn't want to overcrowd it, so I, I figured I'd just bring one, um at minimum. 
We usually put a, a swing door on one, like a door and panel on one side and a slider on the other. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, pictures in the back and then have an iPad or a computer with you to show customs and have your schedule with you and a price book with you. Yeah, and we do a slideshow on the TV and with about a hundred pictures and people actually stand there when it goes, the picture goes away and I'm like, don't worry, it'll come back. And they'll stand there for three minutes waiting for the picture to come back on the slideshow. <laughs> You're mean. You know, the great, the great thing about uh, the slideshow is it's kind of a holding place because when, when the booth gets busy and all the people that you have are taken up by customers, potential customers, they will stand there and watch and wait until one of you gets freed up so they can talk to you. And so it just kind of holds their attention instead of uh, them being bored, they're at least seeing your product and they'll wait for you. Mike, they, we used to go to the National Home Builder Show and to the Kitchen and Bath Show and Kohler always put on spectacular displays. But I'll never forget the one they hired a professional model and she was absolutely beautiful. And she had a headset on and she had a white uh, robe, like a bathrobe on with her slippers. And everybody was standing there waiting for her to go into the shower. And she just stood there and talked all about the product. And it, the crowd, female and male, just stood around there mesmerized. It was a fantastic marketing job by Kohler. It was, it was absolutely phenomenal. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Taking notes here, Bill. Uh, model in a bathroom. I'm gonna yeah. go talk to my wife. I'll talk to my I'm wife. See what she thinks of that idea. <laughs> I was gonna say, Greg, before you get any ideas, <laughs> Brian, yeah, Greg, are you volunteering? Brian's gonna yeah, no, no. Let's Greg, try that at the Dogwood Show first, shall we? <laughs> your problem is you got to talk to two wives now. <laughs> I've actually thought about getting a. Uh, a mannequin uh, properly dressed uh, and putting it in the shower display, but I never had the guts to do it. Properly dressed for the shower? Uh, appropriately dressed for the show. Oh, for the show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought Kohler did an amazing job at that. They really did a good job. And I mean, this was a professional uh, person because she had, she was scripted. It's like if you've ever been to the automobile show and they'll have a model explaining all the new cars. So they got a nice headset, nice uh, sound system there. And all she did was explain the features of the shower door. Went over, moved it, operated it. It was really good, really good. Well, they got the money. They can, uh, they can afford it, that's for sure. The other thing I've seen, and I think we're going to work on it, is do a, a VR headset. So people can come on, look around in the bathroom, see the shower, have somebody walk over and operate it so they can actually grab it, you know, uh, virtually with their hand, open the door, see how it swings. Um, I think we're going to be working on that. If we get it developed, I'll let everybody know. We might be able to share it to anybody who wants to use it. Sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. It's an I, idea. I yeah, and I, it's a great idea. I still think this is a trust business because so every homeowner has a story about being burned on a remodel, on a house build. And, um, you know, obviously you got to be priced competitively. You've got to be, you know, responsive. But the fact is it is a trust business. And if they trust their contractor, you've got a good relationship with them. They trust you when you get to work. You know. All right, so, so here's the thing. We've been talking about this this week. You've probably heard on the radio or television or ads of contractors, like let's say an air conditioning guy, and he'll go on and in his commercial, he's basically bashing his competitors. Oh, they're not certified. They're trying to sell you this and you don't need it. And, right. and, I, and I think that leaves a bad taste. Whether the guy's right or wrong, it just leaves a bad taste. Like people don't want to hear negative. They want to hear positive. So the question becomes, if you are getting bombarded with these people calling you about the big box stores that they just bought, 
how do you get the message out to the public that that's not a wise move without signing, sounding like you're this, you know, bumbling know-it-all that, you know, they're not going to listen to him. And we've been toying with the idea. And I came up with an idea. I'm just wondering, I'm going to throw it out there before I tell you what we came up with. But how would you get the message out there? Like, beware of unlicensed guys. Uh, beware of buying from a big box store. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, there'll be no warranty and all this. Because I could say it, and I don't know, I think it demeans us by putting that in an ad. But how do you get your message out? My strategy has always been just to say what we do. Right. In, in, in effect, you're highlighting what they don't do. We're licensed. Oh, well, I didn't know you needed to be licensed. And so it puts a, a doubt in their head about the other guy, right? Um, or whatever it is, you just tell them what you do and the benefits of using you. And that puts the doubt in their head about everybody else mm -hmm. without bashing them. Right. 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 And I think where you're going with this, Bill, is how do you let people know it's a mistake to buy a one-size-fits-all shower door for your house? That along with using, you know, uh, the tile, you know, we went out and did an early consultation while I was in studs. Then they went ahead and their tile guy says, hey, I know a guy. And the I know a guy pulls up with his unmarked van and a piece of glass or <laughs> yeah. his notepad to start taking measurements with his tape measure. And, you know, off he goes, no business card, nothing. You know, how do you warn people in advance from doing business with people like that without sounding like you're, I don't know, a know-it-all? I, I don't know if you can fix much of those I know a guys. We see it every single day. I know a guy. And then we'll get every a call. Day. And I, I'm sure everybody in this group said, well, I originally got a quote from you, but then my, my contractor said we knew yeah. a guy, and now it's been eight weeks, and I got one piece of glass leaning against the bathroom wall, and the other glass has been on order, and it's come in wrong three times. Yeah. I don't know how I, – I don't know uh, – solution to that other than sometimes you gotta let things happen i guess i, I haven't found a good way bill's got an idea oh we do and we're going to institute it but i just was wondering if you run across it and maybe somebody's already got a solution because i don't even know if my idea is going to work but i was wondering what anybody else has done in that situation or do they or they just like brian said just feature what you do yeah, and, I don't think we lose them to the be. box store. I think what happens is we go in there and we'll give them all the expertise and the knowledge and present ourselves as the experts. And then the contractor goes, I know a guy, he does the same thing. He can do it. So it'll be custom versus custom. We don't usually lose custom versus box store. Uh, they don't go, well, we saw your stuff, but we just went to the box store. It's they found a glass guy to do it cheaper. And then it goes poorly at that point. Mm -hmm. I feel like what I've been taught is because – one of the things that I, I kind of always ask is like, how do I, so I know all of us kind of push the the reviews, the online reviews, and they're, they're very difficult to, they're not difficult to get, but they're difficult to, they're difficult to fake, especially Google and all that stuff. So everybody kind of knows that now. So they, they hold a lot of weight. Um, but like using social media to kind of push the, your reputation and push your brand and push all that stuff. It's just, um, it's just another way for, you know, it's just another tool that you can use to just kind of, sh like Brian was saying, just show what you do. And you know what I mean? So now if they, if they go, if they start, if you say, Hey, you know, when you have a chance, just check us out online, uh, you know, check us out, check out our reviews and all this other stuff. So you, you tell somebody to check your reviews. Now they're going to, like Brian said, it puts it in the back of their head to be like, you know what, while I'm checking his reviews, let me check this. I know a guy's reviews and all of a sudden there's none, or they're, you know, they're bad or whatever. So it's just another way to, to push it. But I think social media is just a big way to, to just get your message out there a little bit at a time. And it's the long game. It's just getting your message out and getting your brand out, your reputation out and getting your message out a little bit every day, a little bit at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the question is you've got 30 second TVs. If you're running TV, you got a 30 second TV spot, or you've got 30 seconds because you bought uh, a pre-trailer on a YouTube video that comes up, you know, before you can see the show, you got to watch this 30 second video. 
No, so we we've, had got, a, we've got a canned re response. Like I've got a canned response that I came up with for someone who mentions price. And it's, it goes like this. We know that our prices may be higher than other providers, but there's no company who has a higher rating or provides the kind of personal attention that you'll get at GCS. Being the best comes at a price for us, better tools, training, materials, and the rest. I understand that this isn't important to every potential customer, but we have built our brand on this model. Sure. You want to simplify that same thing and say, do you want me to match their price or would you rather them to match our quality? Oh, there you go. I like that. What, what's important to you? Right. Is the, what's more important? Is the price more important or is the quality more important? You tell me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like, what do you want me to not do in order to lower the price? To get that price there. Right. Yeah. I mean, what well, what do you want me to leave out? I would have I would have said cocky, but you're already there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I think I, I mean quality, I don't see for most people, I don't they look at a shower door and see the glass and the handle, they don't think too much of it. When they see quality fall down, it's the other company doesn't call back. The other company comes out, the door is wrong. The other company comes out, they put in half the shower, say they're going to come back, and then they don't come back. These are the stories that we hear again and again and again. We don't hear, well, the glass was scratched and yours wasn't. Um, it's usually an installation or follow through or ordering or measuring mistake or a combination of, of those. Is when is when people fall down. So I know I say the word trust, but and Perfect. quality. I think those are kind of interchangeable. That you know, do you want it done right? Do you want it done right the first time? If for some reason something goes wrong, you want us to fix it quickly and correctly. Yeah, Greg. Perfect example of what you just said. And you could follow it up and say, you want us to match the price, or do you want them to match our quality and professionalism? Yeah. And throw that in there, professionalism and, and experience. So we we had a plumber out here run a short ad on TV where the homeowner called a handyman to come in and fix all the plumbing. And he left and he says, everything's fixed. And with that, they show under the sink and everything blows up. And mm -hmm. then it shows them calling the, the license, the plumber to come in and fix it all. So, okay, so that's a good point, Tim. So when you see that, does that shine somewhat negatively on the plumber for running that type of an ad? Or do you think that that, do you no. look at that plumber's like, oh, that's pretty tacky? Or do you think that's legitimate? I was fair? just showing them the homeowners not to call a handyman to, right. to fix right. their, plumbing their, yep. their uh, plumbing. And so he comes in and fix it and leaves with a big smile. Yeah. He just started running it. I mean, I like it. Sounds good. It sounds like it's not too, it's not like attacking other plumbers. No, no, he's not attacking other plumbers. He's just exactly right. His guys show up with the uh, rugs they put down before they walk in the house and, you know, their yep. quality of work. Tom Whitaker used to have a card. I, this goes back 20 years. And it was just a us. It, it was a card with split down the middle, said us and then nitwit glass. And it showed like three things, pulling up with a professional truck and then a beat up truck with everything hanging off the back. His with the glass fitting perfectly. The other one where the things don't line up. A close up of the caulking job was pristine. And the other one, the caulking's oozing out everywhere. And the last one with the customer shaking his hand and the other one raising his fists like he hired the wrong guy. And without saying anything, and, and they were illustrations. They weren't even photos. They were artist renderings, and it, it was a powerful thing. Yeah, but it, I always found it funny. He called it nitwit glass. <laughs> I wonder if that's trademark. <laughs> you can have it. I'll bet you that domain name's available. I bet. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Yeah, I was just thinking you could get some photos off uh, the Shower Door Pros group. Man, there's some, yeah. there's some photos of some like some janky stuff, you know, and just be like, Hey, I don't know if you're aware of it, but this can happen to you. You know, I must have done with the steam <laughs> you see that one with the steam shower today. I didn't with mm -hmm. a tempered glass lid. Uh, uh, yeah. With a hole in Whoa. it for a rain shower. 
Hell, no. And, and no cliffs holding anything. It was all silicone. Oh. Nope. Didn't That's see that. Silicone. Was that Nitwit class? Huh? Nitwit. Was that Nitwit? I think that nitwit. was Nitwit. I'm pretty sure it was Nitwit. <laughs> I mean, that had Nitwit written all over it. <laughs> and it shows the lid. There's nothing holding it. <laughs> Like, there's a hole cut oh, that, in for the shower head to come through the rain head to come through oh yeah that's definitely nitwit glass i've seen their stuff <laughs> i know there were he thought it was great he siliconed everything with structural silicone no cliffs no nothing perfect it's funny sometimes someone will post something and they're all proud of it you know oh, <laughs> oh my. and then i just watch the vultures come around man <laughs> just tear them to shreds you know <laughs> you know and if like sometimes i'll you know I'll kind of like stand up for a guy if I feel like it's getting an unfair deal. But sometimes it's like, oh man, have Adam guys. <laughs> I'm out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I always know because Bill always says something nice and Michael says something nice. And who else on here is always saying something? Brian says something, Schwartz says something yeah. nice. You got a lot of nice so, guys in the group. A lot of nice compliments. Yeah. Nice work. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Good job. I'm going to put this up on my refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your was when you got home because there's still no, there's rocks there. Who's that? That's somebody in Michael's. House. Michael. Yeah, Michael. Michael you know, introduce your friend. You know better. So I, my my wife is talking to her son that he's just driving. He's getting ready to drive home, and it's late. All and right. It's Nice. All right, Mike. We just want to give you a hard time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Equal opportunity. Well, good information, guys. So, we have a, a glass or a, a home show coming up at the end of this month, and also the end of March. So, so uh, let me let me get back to the other thing. So, one of the things I thought of, not to leave you hanging, is, and Mike hit on it, where social media is powerful. You do an interview with the thing, say, hey, what are your challenges? So let's say I'm interviewing Chris or I'm interviewing Greg. So as a business owner, what are your challenges? What do you see in the field? And then he says, oh, you know, I see these unlicensed guys in here. And then we get these calls all the time to fix this or fix that. Or they put in one piece of glass and don't show up. I mean, that's a challenge. We're trying to raise the bar in the industry. And Unfortunately, there's people like that and, you know, people are making the wrong choices unbeknownst because their contractor told them they knew a guy and now they're scrambling for a professional. Those are the challenges. And I think if you say it that way in like an interview and you're not donking on anybody and you're just saying that that's an industry problem, I think that's powerful. And you can get away with it out without making you look like a schmuck. You're getting the same message out. You're just doing it in a different way. It's just going to sound real natural. Yeah. 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 Because it can. It's a real issue. It's not like it's a phony issue. It just has to, it has to sound natural as an answer as, you know, yeah. what's your biggest challenge? What are the latest trends? What are, you know, all those types of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, trying to play on a fair playing field where you go out and you do all your licensing regulation, take your continuing education tests, do this and do that. And, then you just get some guy that pulls up in an unmarked truck and figures he can throw some glass in and everybody's supposed to be happy. That's a challenge. And it's frustrating. It's just a frustrating part of business. Mm -hmm. And you can say that. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to blame the homeowner. You just say, it's really frustrating. We're trying to get a professionalism in our industry. And to see something like that tear it down, it's just so sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you just leave it that way. And then, then you're not blaming the the homeowner for it and you're just answering an inter interview might might be an opportunity there i like it you're not talking bad about the competition no just, just you it's, know it's a challenge yep. right it is. it's a challenge that, that we deal with yeah well did you're that not. hour fly by or what yeah it's probably the fastest hour nice dog robert yeah <laughs> love dogs i wanted to be a vet i'm glad i went into the glass business though i'm glad you did <laughs> too bill i wanted to be a vet i love animals you'd make a good vet i would but you're too a much, good glass guy too much schooling though <laughs> seven years no 
Not for me. Nitwit veterinarian. That 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 uh. should that should carry some weight. Nitwit and sons. Hey, maybe hey. we. Hey, I got an idea, Chris. <laughs> I should open a pseudo name, Nitwit Glass, and join the group. And Nitwit Glass, a couple Dude, of that us would be hilarious. <laughs> and just post all kinds of stupid stuff. Uh, yes, I love the idea. Man. Yes. <laughs> Oh, there goes Nitwit again. <laughs> Come on, that's hilarious. Yes. Hey, we Robert, thanks that. for posting that link in the um, in the chat. Uh, go check it out. Showerdoorprofessionals.com slash shower pros for the hyphen. Awesome. All right, guys. Sign up. See you next week, guys. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros, and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.